0: Everyone, welcome Love to the call. Radio. Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Call Your Answer. I am Mia, your host. Um, I will be having guest Crystal Fabulous-Watson on with us today from Nori Unicorn to talk about her amazing, amazing, uh, amazing, amazing things she has going on here in L.A. Crystal, how are you? Hello, Chris. Are you there? Hello sounds like we're having a sorry, guys. looks like we're having a little bit of technical difficulties here. um, I'm not sure if Chris was on the line here with us. Chris are you there? Go off air for just a minute. We'll be right back. i off air and then right back. All right. Hi, everyone. We're back. Just had a few little difficulties there. Um, we'll be right back. We've got Crystal. On here. All right. Bear with me here, guys. It's my first time doing this one, and I don't seem to have what I should be looking for on here. All right. We are back with. Um, Crystal, hi! Thank you so much. Hello, for here. <laughs> Hello, Crystal. Yes, of course. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear Hello? you. Hello. Oh, yes. good. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Thank you so much. For my first time doing this, everyone. My apologies. <laughs> you got it, girl. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Crystal. We have a, a short amount of time now, obviously, but not, but enough to hear what's going on with you. So. As I said earlier, Crystal Fabulous Lawson is the founder of Northern <laughs> Unicorn, an amazing, amazing um, organization, event. She just has so many events going on around LA, um, talking about community, uh, women, uplifting, dating, things that we want to talk about that we don't talk about. So, Crystal, thank you oh. for being here. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me on the show, and thank you for the fabulous introduction. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. You're doing great things. So thank tell you. us a little bit about um, Nora Unicorn. So Nora Unicorn is a, a women's empowerment nonprofit organization that I started um, actually about a year ago now, and um, it's it's. I got the name from. I was actually um. I was kind of pressed. So I'm like. I really want. You know. Somehow for some reason, I just had to have this name. You know. I had to have noir and I had to have unicorn. And so I'm obsessed with all things like Parisian, French, and stuff like that. So I love the name noir. You know, which is French for black, and unicorn. And so I came up with um, with the with the story behind it, and it basically means that despite how they might treat us in the media or how they portray us in the media. And for all the you know underdogs out there, no matter what, we're still majestic, beautiful creatures of the gods. And so that's oh, where that's that awesome. that name comes from. And then um, from that spawned, uh the Noir Unicorn in the Room, which is a quarterly event series that I put on. And I now have a team, awesome, awesome team: uh, Sasha Hanif and um, Sasha Hanif Taylor, and in uh, an Asia and Belle and um, and Alexis and they're like an awesome, awesome team of girls that I have that's now a part of Noir Unicorn. And we put together I, we put together these um quarterly event series and it's a group discussion and social mixer. So in the beginning I have people come in and um, I have it recorded, you know, there's pictures and stuff like that. And um it's normally just all African American women because we're taught to um, I think it's important that we have these these meetings because it's It's normally all black african American women because um I feel like we're taught to just sweep things under the rug and we deal with so many of these issues mm-hmm. and the Noir unicorn in the room is actually a playoff of the elephant in the room because there's this huge issue uh you know there's this huge problem that that's in the room, but nobody's talking about it, and especially african American women, and we're taught to yeah. not assess our problems. You know, we can't even do that with our own family members. We're taught to not go to a therapist. We're not taught to, you know, we're only taught to just take it up with Jesus. And we all know I love Mm -hmm. Jesus. You know what I mean? But God Mm -hmm. also provides us with help. You know, that's why we have therapists. That's why, you know, we have these people. And why we we need to talk to each other about our problems. None Mm -hmm. of us are perfect, and we try to be. And it's tough, and it's hard. And, you know, the things that we deal with, um, because I feel like African American women how we're treat- portrayed in the media is is how we're treated in real life, and so the people treat us as if we're on the bo- at the bottom of a totem pole. So mm-hmm. I thought that mm-hmm. it was very important to start these um, these event series and to uh, to um, to so that we can all get together. Um, I was really passionate about us all uniting and getting together, not hating on each other. And you know, why is it that when another black woman, when we encounter another one, you know, maybe she's a new girl um at our job or something and we're probably you mm-hmm. know the only black girl at our job and another one comes and we instead of embracing them we we put a wall up and we're like, Oh, let, I want to check them out and see what they're about. No, yeah. oh, let's not do that. How about we give them a chance first and, you know, if they're a bad person then, you know, they're they're a bad person, but Let's not, you know, jump off the bat and automatically think that they're a competition when it's not true. Like, Absolutely. this woman is my Absolutely. sister. This is the queen right here, you know. So once you change your your, your, your perspective um, is when your world completely starts to open up, and that's when we can start to really treat each other with respect and love and treat each other as, as we're sisters, which is what we are. And then yeah. from there is when we can go on and we can start to love our brothers and other people too because we're working out, you know, we we're starting with ourselves first. And that's yeah, what the Norgan in yeah. the Room meetings are about. Oh, uh, that's so awesome. And uh, that's actually yeah. how I mean we we met uh, through I it was Instagram actually and through one of your uh yes. one of your her niece that's actually on your team. Um yes. we actually met through that and I remember seeing something on Instagram about you guys are having these events somewhere and I was like, Wow this is really awesome I mean, honestly I was I was uh I was attracted to the because I love unicorns. I'm like, Oh, black unicorns, no unicorns. I like that. And black women, oh, I love it. Um, but to go back to what you were saying, which is um why I have you on this show and why like you're such a, I, I love having you around you have this amazing energy, you have this amazing heart, is that you are yeah. so right that black women we're not taught to really lift each other up. We're really not. Mm-hmm. Um we're not taught to support just because we're constantly being constantly being pit against each other for every little thing, whether it's a job or it's a man or it's to be the prettiest girl, whether it's white skin or it's dark and there's always some kind of competition going on with black women, which is why I think what you're doing is so necessary and so important because, you know, I actually once wrote an article a long time ago about, um, about how I was talking about, I was telling someone how I my main goal is to uplift black women. Black, other, mm-hmm. all women, yes, so black women mostly, and they had they said, to me, "Well, isn't that kind of racist?" I was like, "Well, no, it's not racist," um, for me, and I and I think it's kind of the thing we, is that we grew up having to compete with black women. Like, there's not there's not enough sisterhood. We're sisters, and we want to promote mm-hmm. that. It's not that we don't love other women, and we don't want we don't want people other women involved because they can be. They're more welcome to be involved in it. But I think you're still so, you hit the nail right on the head, when you said that women like we're sisters and we should be treating each other that way. Because once we treat each other that way, then we can start loving them the way that in a healthy way. Not mm-hmm. clean on to them being being like being really clingy and needy and always competing and having to do this having to keep them thinking some like other woman's gonna take him. So I really exactly really love um, what you're doing because it's all necessary. So tell me mm-hmm. like what just, uh, Can you just tell me about what you actually, recently, you had a huge topic, um, which I just heard got a 1,000 views. Congratulations. Thank Um, you. Thank you. (laughs) Yes, congratulations. uh, I don't date black women. Tell me about that, Crystal. How did that go? You know, that actually went, I mean, it was very, it, it honestly went like, how I expected and more. Um, mm-hmm. I What I didn't expect, actually, which was surprising to me, was that I didn't expect for people to be so PC, especially because the people that, you know, the guys that I was talking to, they're like, oh, yeah, like, I'm going to, man, I can't get, wait to get up on there. I'm going to tell them why I don't date black women. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, mm-hmm. we're, we're not myself. It was hosted by myself and my co-host. Uh, ben, um, Big Wal- uh, Ben, Big Teflon Walton, who's absolutely amazing, <clears throat> well known in L. A. And so um, I always make sure that I have another person there because I want to make sure that the conversation isn't biased. And so I want to have somebody to represent the males, and I represent the the females, so that way we can all get our 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 uh, what we have to say heard. And then. Um, and so I, I, I expected people to be, you know, completely just telling it like it is. And surprisingly, a lot of men were like, "Well, I love all women. I see no color. Or I date uh, black women because my mom and my sister, and my aunt are black. Okay, but that's not what you were saying before. You were uh-huh, you cannot uh-huh. wait to tell these black women that you date <laughs> that why you date, you know, uh-huh. why you don't date black women and stuff. So I thought that was interesting. And so um, we kind of shook them up a little bit. And so me and my, my co-host, we have a conversation, uh, you know, aloud, you know, in front of everybody. And we talk about issues. And then that's when other people want to start saying how they really feel, you know. Because yeah. I'm like, you yeah. know what, either we're going to be holding, we can all hold hands and we can all sing Kumbaya and, you know, <laughs> and just love everyone, you know, and paint rainbows and, and eat cookies and stuff like that. Or we can actually talk about these problems. You can tell me what you really told me, what you were going to say over the phone a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, we can really get to the root of this problem because singing Kumbaya, that is a problem that we have in our generation, you know. And then the problem mm-hmm. was what, they, what a lot of the men brought up to me is that the reason why they didn't want to say anything is because they were afraid of being challenged. But I've told yeah. them, like, this is about, you know, one thing that, that everybody loved about it, you know, everybody absolutely loved, loved, loved the event and what they loved about it the most is that um they could they could freely speak how they wanted. They could say whatever they want, vent their frustrations, but nobody is allowed to interrupt them. Now people will get brought up and they're like, Hey, you know, they have to raise they want to raise their hands and they're like, No, no, no. But, you know, there this isn't like, you know, everybody is free to say whatever they want to say. Say mm-hmm. whatever you want to say, however let's yeah. be respectful. Because once you're respectful, then it's like we have no choice. So, you might, what you say might get me riled up, but I'm going to respect your opinion. So, we have to understand yeah. that this is all of our opinions, you know? And so, yeah. how are we ever going to get to the root of the solution if we're not being real, you know, if we're not keeping it 100? You know, that's mm-hmm. the only reason, what, how, that's how we're get, we can really get out our frustrations and really come up with a solution from there. And so, but mm-hmm. it went really, really well. Um, one of the things that, that, you know, we talked about the stereotypes, we talked from talked about, um, you know, what, how guys really feel about, you know, the natural hair and, you know, do they like the mm-hmm. natural hair? But, okay, you like the natural hair, but, you know, why are you still talking to Nikki with the big boobs, fake boobs, fake butt and the long, you know, Brazilian <laughs> weave, but you want a natural chick, you know what I mean? And so we found mm-hmm. that very interesting that guys, you know, they, they, they just want to be real, but those are the kind of girls that you like. Those are the kind of girls mm-hmm. you're putting, you know, the hard sender and her, her, her Instagram. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so yeah, it's like you yeah. want these girls that that are getting booked and flown out and stuff like that, but you're not really checking for the girl, the natural girl, who you know who can, who is worth more than you know who is priceless and who you know you you would want to raise your children and build a family with. You know, you're mm-hmm. stuck on you know the shiny thing, you know the shiny fake stuff.
1: So we yeah. touched on
0: a lot of that, too. And one of the things that I liked um, it was uh, the uh, two girls, because it's actually open to everybody. So no matter what race you are, you can actually come. And I actually, you know, I yeah. make sure that I ask them a question, too, because I want to see what is your, you know, what are your thoughts on what's going on here? And one of it was uh two girls, and one of them, they, were, they were both actually half Hispanic, half white, and they were saying that, and, you know, their boyfriends are black, and they mostly only dated black guys. And, yeah, you know, she was saying that one of her boyfriends who was black was saying, well, you know, venting to him like what he doesn't like about black women. And he said the, mostly the attitude. And she's like, you know, she's she identifies with being Latina. And so she's like, well, I'm Latina, so you're going to get the same thing. And so and lo and behold, you know, a couple months later, he meets the family. They're just, the, you know what I mean? Like they the family has yeah, the attitude. Yeah. The family has... You know what I mean? She's like, we're no different, so what's the problem here, you know? Yeah. And so that's she couldn't understand why they would say, like, the attitudes and stuff like that. And she was like, Latinas are known for having attitudes, so what are you talking about? You know, it really just depends on the person and and their maturity level, you know? So that's what it came down to. That's so awesome. Like, Yeah, that's definitely, like, something that um, I think is a great topic that needs to be touched on more, that we don't talk about enough. But to switch gears Mm -hmm. um, a little bit, so the show The Calling and Answers is about people that got a call and they answered it. This is obviously, like, you know, we have a few minutes left here. Can you tell me a little bit about this? Briefly kind of tell me, like, what were some challenges that you faced while you were starting your Unicorn? And, like, what were – give me a challenge that you faced and something that made you want to quit, but what helped you keep going to keep doing what you're doing hmm. now? Um Why is there a challenge then? I think the whole, the challenge is that not, it's having people not believe in, in your dream, not having people mm. believe in that. Oh, that's so hard. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a really good one. I think because I was definitely facing a lot of doubt and I was just like, man, what the heck? What the heck is a Nora unicorn anyway? This is stupid. Why did I come? Where did this <laughs> name come from? Why am I trying yeah. so hard to help these people and they don't want to come? Why am yeah. I trying so hard to do this, and they don't care? And then, like you know, my mom is—you know—my mom is amazing, but she's not the most. She's not really a big women's empowerment type of person, and so mm. she's—you know—she's just like, well, you know, I don't know why you're gonna spend all your money and this and that because I invest a lot of my money goes into this, and I actually have to get a oh. part-time job to pay for it, but because that's how passionate I am about it, and to have wow. people kind of just be like, well, just pretty much tell you that you're, you know, the key that what you're doing is, it's a cute idea, you know, that you want to change the world. How cute, you know, but not really believe in it. And, but if you really have to push through that. And, you know, yeah. many times I'm just like, what am I doing this? Like, am I really making a difference? Am I really like, you know, does this really mean anything? And then I have to remember yeah. the vision that God gave me. He gave me mm, that, that name, nor so He gave me the vision. He gave me all of this so I have to always come back and think, okay, this is what God's vision is for me and although I might not be, you know, saving world hunger or something like that, this is my role in the world. So, you know, wow. just like just because, um this is great advice. Um just because you what you're doing, say you you know, your your calling might be to save the puppies, you know, from these from being, you know, put down or something like that. But that is your mm-hmm, role in this mm-hmm. world. That is what God assigned you to to do. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Just like God assigned me to, you know, to heal, you know, to bring about change, and you know, bring up these social issues and and question, you know, the status quo, mm-hmm. and and to challenge, challenge ourselves and to challenge people, and to lift up African American women and unite us. You know, and mm-hmm. it's not racist mm-hmm. at all for us to have to want to lift up our own people you know what i mean white people do it all day every day they've been doing it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. so you know you just have to come back and just realize that that's your that's your that's your place in the world and you know what i mean and that's what helped me push through that that's uh, that's so true and that and that's what that's why i have this show is because i want to hear people talk about these are visions they got from God, and they went through things get them, but they still went after them. They still continue to go. So, mm-hmm. you know, so, I mean, I wish I had a little more time to talk to him, but, like, what is your advice? I mean, you kind of touched on it, saying, you know, remember this to your vision and keep going, you know, and don't forget that your place in the world is totally different than someone else's. But aside mm-hmm. from that, if you could tell me – What's the one thing that you wish you had known when you started doing this that you think everyone needs to know when they start pursuing their vision and their dreams? Um, one thing I wish I would have known in the beginning? Yeah, in mm-hmm. the beginning um, are you now know. I, Oh, to never, to not stress. Stop. Don't Do not stress. Have fun. Do not stress at all. Have fun. Make everything you do fun. Make it completely, mm-hmm. and I've struggled with it. It's just like a really, like, I'm going to go really fast because I know we're running out of time, but I've always mm-hmm. struggled with anxiety for years. Oh, I had struggled with too. anxiety for yeah. a, for years and years, and I didn't realize the severity of it until something just kind of clicked in my head, and just everything, like, it just kind of completely took a toll on my body, and I had to keep going to the emergency room and stuff, oh, and I my realized God. that it was just because of how bad my anxiety was. And so I ended up, they ended up, and I just wasn't right. Like, I just wasn't right in the head. And it just got got really bad. And so they put me on Xanax. And so, Mm -hmm. and I kept telling them, like, no, 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 I don't need that. I don't need that. I don't need that. And so finally, my doctor was just like, just try it. And so I was like, okay, whatever. And I had been trying to, like, figure out what was going on for, like, a good two Mm -hmm. months Mm because it was, like, crazy. And I couldn't sleep or anything. And once yeah. they gave me Xanax, everything, that, that very moment I took Xanax the next day, everything made sense and everything, like, was back to normal. And that's when I realized how bad my, my anxiety was. And I was like, I can't be on Xanax. I can't yeah. be like that. And so that's when I started wow. um, doing yoga and drinking tea, taking myself off of coffee, and you know, for a while and stuff oh, like that. Wow. And then, um, yeah, and then um, so I took myself off of that. And then um, I want to say a couple of months ago I had a panic attack, and so mm-hmm. um, because and my anxiety got really bad again but last year, and then I had a panic attack mm-hmm. a couple of months ago, and then that's when I realized like with planning these events like I would get really stressed out, and yeah. I, what I learned is that have fine unless I was like I'm not I was like God you gave me this vision you lead yeah. the way. I'm going to have a good time with this. I love what I'm doing. Aww. This is fulfilling to me. I live to do this. I'm going to do this to the day I die, literally. And nice. so I'm going to have fun with this. I'm not even going to stress out. And I do not stress at all. I don't stress out over anything. Money, nothing. What? I don't stress. God has it. <laughs> what a blessing. And that's great advice. Don't stress. Have fun. All right, Crystal. Mm-hmm. We are running out of time, so do you want to tell us, you know, your Instagram, your Facebook, your Twitter? Let us know. Let us know where they can find you at. Yeah, it's really quick. Um, you guys can follow us. on follow us and like us. on you know, on Facebook, uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, it's gonna be at sign, of course. Your unicorn n o i r unicorn, and on Twitter it's uh, n o i r unicorn and underscore. And um, we actually have an event coming up March 8th, and it's going to be the part two of the "I Don't Date Black Women." It's going to be Yay! "I'm Never Dating Black Men" again March 8th. <laughs> so it's going to be this is be that this one. Oh yeah, it's going to be good because it's the men's t- turn to really kind of turn it on uh, the women. I know the one that kind of went in a little bit on men. And so now it's mm-hmm. the men's turn to kind of have their say, so and they have a chance to address the statement, uh, which black a lot of black women make, which is I'm never dating black men again. Yeah. So we yeah. have that coming up March 8th. Um, you can follow us on Noir Unicorn. Uh, you can go on our website Noir dot org. Uh, make sure you guys support us. Look we'll at our YouTube video. Um, where so we have a Kickstarter. You can get more information on that on our Instagram. Um to donate money so we can keep these NAR Unicorn meetings going Um, here in LA. We have a, you know, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> all, right. all right. Well, thank you so much, Crystal, and thank you all for joining thank us you. tonight on The Call Your Answer. Make sure you go follow us at The Call Your Answer. It's Instagram is just at The Call Your Answer. Oh, we have a YouTube channel coming up soon. Thanks for being with us, Crystal. Thanks again. Have a good night. Thank you. You too. Bye. Bye.